the number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Welcome to another segment of the UCW Radio Show. This is your host, Lou Velasquez. And I want to thank all of our listeners for their continued support just by listening to the show. We have some great guests coming on the show. And in just a little while, we're going to have a very talented singer on the show. Uh, she just released her sophomore EP called Fireworks at the Fairground. And most of you may know her from MTV's reality show, The Real World, Road Rules Challenge the Ruins, but she will be better known as a recording artist. I want you to remember this name, etch it in your mind, it's Brianna Taylor, etch it in your mind, as this is a name that you'll be hearing a lot on, a lot of, on the radio, MTV, VH1, and all these music stations, music on TV, the papers on the news, so on and so forth. Yeah, she's coming out. She's, she's coming out strong. Uh, following the interview, we will be playing her latest single, Criminal, immediately following the show. So make sure that you stay tuned so you can hear Criminal. Before we bring Brianna, uh, Brianna Taylor on the show, we want to talk about a couple of things. Tomorrow is the final audition for the Ultimate Body Reality TV show. Uh, I've been speaking about it for weeks, and tomorrow is your final chance to uh, get on the show. So you can actually find out more by going to theultimatebodytvshow.com. That's theultimatebodytvshow.com. Now, on Saturday, November 14, 2009, in Plymouth, Massachusetts, you can find me and my celebrity friends as we attend the largest mixed martial arts event in the New England area. It's called Cage Fighting Extreme, or Cage Effects for short. Uh, the event is Rumble in the Jungle at the Jungle Plex in Plymouth. This is an event that benefits U.S. troops. Uh, it's a must-attend event, and I have to warn you that tickets sell out very quickly, as the house is always packed. And I don't mean hundreds of people. I mean thousands of people. If ever, if ever you've seen the uh, the WWE, those events, this is what you're looking at. Same type of turnout. Uh, this is a big deal, and it's run by one of the classiest ladies in professional sports, Linda Shields. The website is cagefx.com. Check it out, November 14, 2009. That's on a Saturday, so uh, get out there if you want to see some really, really great, uh, great show and great talent. KJFX is the place to go. Uh, celebrity boxing. Uh, now, I've been talking about this for a little while as well. Uh, celebrity boxing is coming as well on Wednesday, February 3rd, 2010, at the over 18,000 seat Bank Atlantic Center in Sunrise, Florida. You're going to have a major celebrity boxing event. You're going to have, uh, I mean, not only in the ring, but guest judges in the audience, uh, in the crowd. You're going to have celebrities galore all over the place. This is a must-attend event. You're going to have some great people there. Uh, it's going to be really, really, um, well, I'm really excited about it, um, among the other events that we're going to be going to. And uh, listeners, we want you to be a part of the show, so get involved. Give us a call. Go to ucwmagazine.com. Find out who we're going to have on the show. Call in with your questions or comments, and uh, if they're interesting enough, then we'll include them in the show. Uh, the number is 323-952-4369. That's 323-952-4369.
give us a call. We want you to get involved. And also, uh, the UCW radio show is also opening up the door for sponsorship. I've been speaking about that as well. And uh, advertisers, marketers that want to get involved with, with the UCW radio show, again, go to ucwmagazine.com. And if you're on Twitter, shoot me out some questions, comments for our guests, for me. It doesn't much matter. Uh, get them out. Uh, my Twitter name is Luis Velasquez. That's L-O-U-I-S-V-E-L-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z. -E -E so follow me and tweet away. Now, without further ado, let's patch in a girl that is ultra-talented. Uh, again, she's coming out with her sophomore EP called Fireworks at the Fairground. Actually, she came out with it. Not coming out. She came out with it. And uh, at the end of the show, do not forget... We will be playing her latest single called Criminal. So uh, definitely uh, stay tuned. And anyway, I'm talking too much. So let's, let's get her on the, uh, on the show already. From MT, the MTV reality show, The Real World, Road Rules, Challenge, The Ruins, here is Brianna Taylor. Brianna, welcome to the UCW radio show. It's great to have you on the show. I want to thank you for taking time. I know you're rushing around with your MTV-ness nowadays, but I, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, Brianna, I just want to give our listeners some broad strokes on you. Uh, you appeared on the popular MTV reality show, The Real World, Road Rules, Challenge the Ruins, right? Yes. And you also... I find this interesting. You also got a special gr a gift from your grandmama when you were very young, and that was uh -huh. singing. And that's something that has grown inside of you over the years. And you matured as a singer, as it shows from in your sophomore album uh, that you have, The Fireworks at the Fairground, and mm -hmm. as opposed to your debut. And now, what I like to do is start at the beginning, and let's find out more about you. You know, uh, where, where did you grow up? Um, well, I was born at Pennsylvania Hospital in um, in West Philadelphia, and I actually just recently bought a new house. I live in Warrington now, oh, nice. so I it's, it's still in PA. It's right outside um, Philadelphia in the suburbs. So I'm loving the house. I'm cool. I'm really excited. I'm having a housewarming party on Sunday, so looking oh. forward to it. Well, congrats, congrats. Hopefully you get all the uh, the fun stuff that you get at housewarming parties, like uh, dishes and beer and beer mm -hmm. and dishes. <laughs> 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 but I, I mentioned that that you actually had a um, that you got a special gift from your grandmama, and that was uh, the gift of song. Now, can you mm -hmm. tell us more about that? Um, well, my grandma used to sing on the radio with her sisters when she was younger. They were kind of like the Andrew sisters, um, you know. But um, when she as she got older, um, her father had a bit of a drinking problem and uh, she met my grandfather and he told her either you want to sing or you want to get married so he gave her pretty much an ultimatum so she chose to get married and um, you know she would sing in church and everything and I you know came into the world and when I was 12 years old my grandfather passed away and that year I came back from camp singing oh well I'm sorry to hear about the, the passing but uh, then you just started singing, and you started mm -hmm. doing that. That's pretty cool. Now, has has this always been a, a, a has it always been a goal of yours to become a recording star? Or was that something that just happened one day, and you said, "Okay, I want to try this out." You know, ever since I was younger, my mom's always said, um, 
you know, that I, I, I've always cared so much more about others than, you know, not, not so much about myself, you know, because I do care about myself, but I always, um, I always worry about everybody else's well-being and everything and, um, you know, everybody else's happiness. And, um, so I've always wanted to be something or somebody, you know, to help out, um, um, other people. Um, so when I realized that I could sing, I was like, wow, I really like this. And, you know, getting up in front of like a live audience and performing and recording everything, you know, I, I, I love everything about it. Um, like the craziness, like the hectic life and everything. Um, so yeah, that's actually, that's, that's where like my whole, you know, idea of, you know, I want to be a singer came from. So it wasn't happy that I'm doing it. Well, that's that's pretty cool, but it wasn't just uh, you being selfish. You had uh, an under, underlying cause in the whole deal. Yeah, definitely. I I believe that's actually been my my a good thing about me and a downfall um, about me about my personality is that I've always wanted to understand people and why they do the things that they do and you know help people even though you know there were some that like couldn't there there was no helping them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's why I stayed with my ex-boyfriend for so long. It's because I felt like I could I could help him, oh, and you know what better way to do that than actually be in like the public eye and yeah. you know be singing and helping people through my songs. But now, before we get into the uh, the boyfriend thing, I want to address that in, in a little while because we have a special area for that on this show for you. Uh, but I do want to ask you, when you wanted to become a recording star, get into music and everything, did you get moral support from your family? Absolutely. My mom has been a million percent supportive, you know. Um she's definitely excited about like um everything that's been going on in my life. Um I don't really speak with my my father too often, but um any time that I do talk to him, he tells me, he always lets me know that he's proud of me. Um my sister uh of course <laughs> has her little her, her her jealous side. Um but she she still is supportive, you know. She here and there, she'll let me know that she's, you know, rooting for me and everything. So, yeah, my family's been very, very supportive. Well, that's a good thing because with that foundation, you can actually, you know, reach any goals you have uh, that, that you're looking to reach if you have that uh, support structure in your family. And I think that's that's really important. And that's it's great Absolutely. to hear. Yeah, that's great to hear that you have that. Now, let me ask you, Brianna, when you released your uh, debut album, uh, was it the real you? In, in you know in that in that debut album or was were you trying to fit in or fit what you thought you had to be at the time you know because I know your your latest your sophomore album is different than your first one yes well actually I um you know Whitney Houston didn't get a number one hit by writing her own stuff and I definitely feel like this new album absolutely incorporates me as an artist. It definitely shows my growth as an individual and as an artist. And um, you know, I'm really, I'm really, really happy with the second album. Um, the the fir- my first EP, you know, I loved the songs and everything, but I didn't feel like it it captured me. You know, um, I didn't feel like it it really showed off. You know, what I what I can do and you know what I like to do. But this album, I feel like you know, it's a lot more soul and it's got like a a, a trip hop, you know, pop feeling to it, um, and it still encompasses, you know, some alternative, some rock, and everything. So, I'm I'm really, really, really happy with this second album. Well, you you evolved as an artist, and that that's what it comes down to, because you found your voice. 
definitely. Okay, that's that's the case. And I also know that you, know, you get some of your influences from the likes of uh, some. I mean, you had to pick some great ones. You so you sure did. Uh, Natalie Cole, Anita Baker, Sarah Vaughn, uh, and even you even throw Christina Aguilera in there. Now, do you feel that uh, all these influences actually shined in your latest release? Um. Yes, I, I do actually. Um, I, you know, I grew up on jazz and gospel. That's been a major. They've both been a major uh, foundation for me, and so I definitely feel like like the soul um, comes out in this album. And I, I believe that every single artist, you know, that that you mentioned, uh, Natalie Cole, Anita Baker, all my favorites, you know, that they definitely um, have a huge soul background. Christine Aguilera, you know, so it's it's. It's good to, you know, when I heard the final copy, I was like, wow, yeah, you know, that's that's exactly it. I got goosebumps. Happy. Well, you hit it on the mark. That's why. And, and, and that's good. That's good. When, when, you're, when you feel that, um, I guess, that secure in what you're releasing and it hit every mark that you want it to hit, well, then it's, it's going to, you just imagine what people are going to think about it when they finally start to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Wow, they're gonna hug you and scream your name, Brianna, Brianna. They're gonna start chasing you down the street. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know if I'm ready for all that. <laughs> uh, well, hey, it's gonna it's gonna happen, but we'll we'll touch on that later. Um, okay. Now, now let's talk about the MTV Real World deal. Uh, how did that come up, come about? How did that happen? Well, um, my best friend actually, um, Joey, he had been talking about you know going to the audition for a little while. And um, for, like, a few weeks, and he's like, you're going to come with me, right? You're going to come with me, right, Bree? And I told him, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll go, I'll go. By the time the day of the audition came, um, I didn't get out of work until 4 o'clock. The audition was at 7 o'clock in the morning. So I called him, and I'm like, you know, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. I'm tired. And he gave me the whole guilt trip. And something in my gut told me just to get up and go. So I turned over, and I looked at my ex-boyfriend. I was like, let's just go. So he rolls his eyes, and we get up, and we leave, and um, get dressed and everything. And um, they called my ex-boyfriend and I back. Um, and we actually, coming home from the audition, I fell asleep in the car. And um, I'm not normally one to, you know, like, have, like, epiphanies or anything like that. But mm-hmm. I fell asleep in the car, and I woke up, and I said to um, to my friends and, um, and my ex-boyfriend, I was like, I made it. I knew I knew that right then and there that I had made it. It mm-hmm. was really weird how it happened, but I don't know. I guess it's because I, I really didn't I didn't anticipate anything, and I wouldn't have been upset either way. You know, like there's some people you know that strive their entire life to get on the real world, and mm-hmm. they audition eight thousand times. And I'm I'm glad to you know say that like I, I guess I got lucky, or maybe I'm just that crazy. <laughs> but you, you know the thing is, and I'll just touch on this, that we had Ashley from The Rock of Love on the show. We had uh, Rodeo from The Rock of Love on the show. And a few other reality uh, stars. But when when they were going for those shows, actually they weren't going for the shows. They were approached. It was just something that happened. They didn't go mm-hmm. chasing it around. And I think if you chase it, it doesn't happen for you because it's not meant to be. But for you, it was sure. meant for you to get that because, you know, again... The MTV Real World got you national, if not international, exposure. And now your music, to you, is the most important thing. 
So now, you know, that kind of gets got you out there. So that that that's pretty cool. And I think things like that just happen. Maybe, you know, not to get biblical, but sometimes uh, God has a hand in things and things just fall into place for a reason. So, that's true. So you have a purpose. Now, <laughs> we we had a guest on the show some years back. Uh he was on the real world as well. And at the time, he was a pro wrestler uh, with an organization out in California. Uh, I remember speaking to him. We did a, we didn't do a, uh, a radio interview. We did a, um, everything was um, for the magazine. Uh, but he got fame from being on the real world. And uh, the long and short of it, uh, Mike the Miz uh, became a big deal in, in the WWE. He came yeah. from nothing, and he became a big deal. And actually, he's a you know, nice guy, actually. Um, so, yeah. I, so I have a two-part question for you. Okay, now are you um, beginning to get greater fame from being on the show? And part two, do you see yourself going down the reality show road again? You know, um, reality TV, um, doing American Idol and doing The Real World, it's definitely, you know, giving me a boost. Um, I have so, so much... Um, uh, love in my heart, you know, for the people that have helped me to get to where I am and, you know, the people that are pushing me forward and, you know, helping me out. I um, I appreciate everything that Buna Murray has done, you know, um, MTV and um, absolutely the guys at my, my record label, Jason Silver, Silverman, Tomas Costanza, Matthew Bear, you know. What's, I the, really name, appreciate what's the name of that, that record label? Just split it out. Oh, Chamberlain Records. Chamberlain Records. All right, we just want to give them some props as we move along. Go right ahead. Yeah, I'm very, very happy. I, I, most definitely um, with the guys at Chamberlain Records. They, they're they just a, a great team, and I could never ask for any anything else, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I do think, you know, that, that, you know, the real world did help my career because um, the amount of downloads that I got on my last album was just absolutely crazy amazing, you know, for being signed to an indie record label with not too much publicity. You know, and so the real world definitely did help me out, and I'm really, really, really um, excited about, um, you know, seeing how this album does and everything. I'm hoping that it does very, very well. Well, I, I think it is. It is going to do well. Now, do you now do you think that you capped it out as far as reality shows are concerned? Um. Yeah. You know what? I think. I think. Unless they're willing to give me my own show, which would be pretty sick Ooh, and be pretty, pretty phony, it'd be awesome. Um, I, I think I'm pretty much done with reality TV. You know, I wanted to do um, at least one challenge just for the experience. Mm -hmm. I did that. I got to go to Thailand, which was absolutely beautiful. Nice. You know, so um, I don't know. You know, there some people are just meant for the reality TV spotlight, but you know, let's be honest, like. What does that say about anybody, you know, like, and I, and I, I, I have to, you know, hate on them a little bit, you know, like, Real World and Rock of Love and, you know, everything else is only going to be around for a, a short amount of time if you're mm -hmm. not willing to, you know, dig your hands in. Like, some people are starting to clothe their own clothing line, you know, mm -hmm. some people are, um, you know, moving on, like, The Miz is, has his career and everything. Sure. Other people you know, are trying their hand in acting. People are moving out to L.A. and everything. And, you know, I give them, I give those people mad, mad, mad props for that, you know, but the ones that are just like, well, I love reality TV, and this is what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life, it will fade, and mm -hmm. it fades fast. Like, mm -hmm. you know, after my season was done, you know, Brooklyn was the, the new season, you know, that was, everybody was amped about, everybody was really excited about, you know, so, and some of us, they, some some people from the real world just 
disappear off. You know, they realize that this isn't what they want. And it's not even the same thing because I don't, I don't feel like my life really has changed that greatly since the real world. You know, yeah, I'll go out and people, you know, I'll get more drinks at the bar for free, but, you know. Oh, good. I'm going to hang out with you. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I take all my girlfriends out. I always say, you know, if I'm at the bar with somebody, somebody starts hitting on me, they say, can I buy you a drink? I'll say, oh, yeah, but you got to buy all four of my girlfriend's drinks too, you know. And they'll usually end up doing it if they're drunk enough. It's pretty sweet. But, um, you know, it's really cool. It's really cool. You know, I'm, I'm glad that I've had, like, the, all, all the, you know, I feel like I've been blessed with the opportunity, you know, of being on the real world. And I, I'm happy with the way that my career is going. And all I can go is forward. Yeah. Up, know, up, up. Yeah, but no, no doubt about it. I'm glad that you said all that because, you know, that just shows your your level of maturity. Because a lot of people, they do say, okay, I'm going to be a reality uh, reality star. That's what I'm going to do. And this is what they wind up doing. And it becomes kind of comical. But if you use that as a catalyst to greater things like you're doing, you you, you got on the show. You, it, you didn't mean to do it. You just went because, all right, somebody pushed you and you did it. Big deal. And it happened. It happened. Mm-hmm. You know, we had Lana Taylor. She's a Playboy cover model. We had her on the show. You know, she's good friends with the show, and she uh, told us told us her story how she was just there. Somebody was taking pictures, and she was just there. She wasn't modeling or anything. They took a picture, and then all of a sudden, it's all history. Okay, but mm-hmm. th- things like that happen, you know. So I think that uh, you being mature and understanding the limitations with reality TV is important because now you know you need to bounce up and just everything else that you have planned to just capitalize on, on the, the fame you got and just keep moving forward. And, exactly. Yeah, and if MTV or, or VH1 or someone like that comes up and offers you a reality show of your own, well, you know what? That'd be smart on their part because uh, I'm sure that people would, would continue to adhere to you as a person. And I think mm-hmm. that's big stuff. Now, Brianna, I'm going to touch on something that's pretty deep. Um, and, and it is a problem in today's society, and that's uh, domestic abuse, violence. Mm-hmm. And you were kind of vocal, from what I understand, on this topic while you were on the show. Uh, would you mind sharing your story with us? Well, um, from the get-go, actually, um, you know, with my audition tapes and everything, the ones that um, uh, Buna Murray told me to send in, uh, send in for the real world, um, I... My ex-boyfriend recorded a lot of them, and I know I know a few things that I that I said in my audition videos, and I was just being honest. Like him and I had had a, even like a rough start from the beginning, and even now to this day, like I still I don't I never have any regrets, um, and I don't say at all that I regret dating him because I learned a lot about myself, and um, I, you know. Ever since, you know, I, I sent that first audition tape in, they knew that something big was going to happen between us. Buna Murray definitely knew that something was going to happen between us. And um, I feel like a lot of women, you know, they they get so wrapped up in, in, in the, you know, the monotony of the relationship or how comfortable it is. And, you know, I was living with my ex-boyfriend. So, you know, I maybe – I don't even think that these women, like, actually – honestly think, well, it's okay because you know what? He loves me. Mm-hmm. I really don't think that. I think it's just, you know, I, yeah, you know, if somebody would give me a, 
the life that I have, you know, I could stay with them. Like if, if a man were to come off the street and say, I'm going to take care of you, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you this, I'm going to give you this, I'm going to, you know, love you, I'm going to care about you for everything that you're worth. And, you know, if somebody had that, I'm sure that they would leave mm-hmm. their abusive partner, you know. Um, but it, it's the reality, you know, it's, the world's not like that. And um, it's tough. It's It's tough to actually see it and you know and and be a part of something like that and Mm -hmm. I and I'm not saying you know what I did was right because in no by no means man or woman or woman or man man on woman or a woman on man nobody should be hitting anybody in Mm -hmm. in the relationship at all you know and it took me some time to know to realize like yeah I was the one that called the police but I could have you know I guess restrain myself too Mm -hmm. i tried the whole locking myself in the bedroom and i tried to leave and he wouldn't let me leave you know and it's hard but at times i don't i'm not anywhere near upset at my at myself Mm -hmm. for defending myself i'm upset at myself for not protecting myself and not leaving when i should have and i think that's a big problem that a lot of women and men have Mm -hmm. in relationships um my best friend Jess, actually, her friend called um, uh, her the other day. Her friend, it's a guy, bowling his eyes out because his um, girlfriend was beating him up, you know. And it, it happens on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, uh, you know, media and and the world has made it, well, we all know that there are men that are stronger than women mm-hmm. as a majority, as a whole. As usually men are, you know physically stronger than women so we all know if a guy hits a girl obviously there's something wrong with him and he Mm -hmm. needs a severe beat down by other guys you know Mm -hmm. but it's it's it goes both ways and um you know it's Mm -hmm. it is extremely tough to be in that situation it really really is and that's why you know i have taken the stance you know to you know talk about domestic violence and Mm -hmm. and make people realize you're not alone that there are plenty of people out there that are going through the same thing that you know, have gotten over it. I've moved past it, and I'm stronger. You know, and I'm I thank God every day because I'm actually blessed to know I don't have to put up with bullcrap. Right. I don't. I'm a strong person. I'm an independent woman. I'm a beautiful human being, and I can get over. I can I can get over it. I can move past it. But you know the thing is, and, I, and I'm glad for you that you did have that strength. Now, I'm, you probably got it from your mom. Okay, and you got yeah. that strength to move on, and you know, kudos to your mommy. Um, but yeah. you had the strength to move on, and you understood. You understood that, hey, you know what? This is I don't have to deal with this. And you know, you, a lot of women they, and a lot of men they do stay in the relationships, but it's beyond uh, physical. It's also mental and verbal abuse that you deal with. Absolutely. And and you don't even realize it, you know. And sometimes, especially with verbal abuse, you don't realize it. Or mental, but you don't realize it till you're out of that situation, and it and it's sad. Exactly. And it's sad. And but sometimes, usually, that's how that's exactly how it starts. Yeah, but the the physical thing, you know, once once somebody raises a hand to another person, that's when uh, you got a question that hey, you know what, this is this is done one time, is it going to happen again? You know, chances are it will. Yeah. You know, but it's good that uh, that you spoke about this because you went through it, and look at you now. 
Mm-hmm. Look at you, Miss Brianna Taylor. Check you out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brianna, do you have uh, an, an official website, MySpace, things like that? Because I know, and just so our listeners know, usually, you know, when we have someone on the show, we're going for a longer period of time. But I know that you have to rush back to Philly or Pennsylvania, wherever you're going. You have to go back home. So, mm-hmm. so uh, if you can give us that information, that'd be fantastic. Well, I am on Facebook, and you can tweet me on Twitter. Um, and I actually, my MySpace is uh, www.myspace.com backslash Brianna Taylor Official. Ah, cool. And that's your official MySpace. And then you tweet. So you, you tweet. You, you, you know, I, 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 had, um, I had Tina Sugan on the other day, and we were talking about tweeting. And I, I just hope, and I told her this, I'm telling you, I just hope you're not going to turn into a John Mayer. And start tweeting like mad, you know, because he gets crazy with that stuff. My God. Yeah, no, you no, know, but... I actually. <laughs> I, I he's going to he's, he's, he's get pissed off at me at some point, I think. Well, that's oh, okay. <laughs> oh. I love John Mayer. I do. He's hilarious. My One of my, I, I swear, you know, my favorite show, I think, now is Rob Dyrdek's Fantasy Factory. Because uh-huh. those guys, they crack me up. Rob Dyrdek is so funny. He's great, and John Mayer is hilarious. But maybe I'll maybe I'll tweet him. Yeah, you tweet him, and he'll tweet you back, and he'll say, "Huh," <laughs> and then he'll start harassing you. Watch out! <laughs> uh, oh, no, you, no, but you know he's he, great. Yeah, but he is talented. Though. It was just you know he just uh, is an over tweeter. If they if they come up with some sort of issues, an over tweeter. That's what he does. But uh, <laughs> now, do you is that like a new a new disease yeah, like I, alcoholism, gam- gambling? I, I know. Yeah, <laughs> if you're gambling too much, you're over tweeter. I know. <laughs> but we're saying it here on the show right now. So you and I, we we kind of co-made that. That's good. Over tweeter, over tweeting. That's not yeah. a good thing. Um, now, now, Brianna, do you have any appearances uh, lined up that we should know about? Um, actually, uh, we're working on a tour right now, so as soon as I find out all this information for that, it will be up on my Facebook, I will be tweeting about it, mm-hmm. and it will definitely be up on my MySpace. Mm-hmm. We have a few things in the works. The album just came out, so, you know, busy talking to newspapers, magazines, mm-hmm. like, doing, like, daytime TV stuff and everything, but, um, yeah, you can find out anything, or Google me. <laughs> cool, cool. But now I, I want to address something with the Twitter because I know sometimes this is a problem. Uh, now, your official uh, Twitter, is it like verified so people know that it's really you? Oh. Um, ooh, ooh. that? Because you see so many fake <laughs> you know, Twitter sometimes, things. Um, sometimes, well, I'll usually be on the phone with uh, like my... Uh, people from my label, and mm-hmm. you know, they'll ask me what I'm doing, and they'll be like, oh, I'm writing that down on your Twitter, you know, um, but, you know, sometimes I will actually, it does get um, a little crazy, my life is has definitely gotten really, really hectic recently, mm-hmm. so any time that I get a chance to, you know, hop on my MySpace, my Facebook, or my Twitter, I definitely do that, so um, any of my, you know, my fans, you know, that are messaging me and everything, I'm definitely reading your messages, even mm-hmm. if I don't reply to them, somebody is. And if somebody's not, then I definitely am. <laughs> well, I just wanted to make sure. I just want to make sure that you know, because a lot of times, like we had, like I, I told you, we had Ashley from Rock Love. She doesn't tweet, doesn't do anything, but there's all, all this this fake stuff out there saying that it's her. And I just wanted to make sure that people went to your real Twitter. That that's what I was trying yeah. to establish here. So and they, I'm almost they, positive there's only one Twitter of me. So yeah, you'll know there is actually um a fan book Facebook page, a fan a fan Facebook page. 
um, and then my real Facebook page. You'll know if it's my real one. Ah, coolness, coolness. All right, Brianna, I know you have to run, but I want to thank you so much for uh, taking time to come on the show today. Um, look, I want to wish you the best of luck with your singing career. I think that, you know, if your personality is any indication of where your career is going, well, you know what? You're going far. And Thank you, Lou. Yeah, you, you're more than welcome. Now, do you, is there anything that we sh that we should touch on before we let you go? Because I don't want to miss anything, and I know that we're kind of zooming through this, but I want to make sure that we're getting what we need to get um, in the show. Um, just uh, check out my album, Fireworks at Fairground, and um, hopefully you like my brand new single. It's called Criminal. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of my favorites on the album. So, yeah. Check it out, Fireworks at the Fairgrounds, Brianna Taylor. Oh, coolness, coolness. All right, well, we would like to have you back on the show as your career progresses, if you don't mind, because I have a feeling. Absolutely. Yeah, it, Brianna, I have a big feeling that what's going to wind up happening in six months, in a year, that when, when we want to get you on the show, you're going to have to squeeze us in between you going on Jay Leno and all this stuff. You're going to be all over the place. You're, you're going to be Oh, I hope so. Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. No, no doubt about it. You know, uh, you're, you're talented. And the thing that impresses me about you is that you're mature with your view on what's happening. Like, I mean, you, you are in the real world, but you're, you're thinking about the real world, the world that you live in, and what you're doing. True. And I have to. Yeah, you have to, because who's going to do it for you? You know, look at you. You bought a house. Congratulations on that. You know, you, Thank you. you got all this stuff going on. You know, this is the, this is the beginning of your life, and I think it's going to be... Uh, uh, blessed one. I think it's going to be a great one, and just enjoy it, and just keep go keep moving forward. You'll get everything done, no doubt about it, no doubt about it. So okay. yes, so we want to have you on again. Okay, definitely. Okay, excellent. Now that was Brianna Taylor from MTV's Real World, and you got to check out her new uh, CD, Fire Fireworks at the Fairground. It's available, and you can get that on what on Amazon, uh, Brianna. You can get iTunes or um, any other digital store. Right, cool. So you can get it anywhere online. And if you don't get it, you're a fool because this girl is talented. And that's it for this segment of the UCW Radio Show. This is your host, Lou Velasquez. And I will be back with you with another amazing guest. Until then, you know, keep tabs on Brianna Taylor because her career is going to the moon. And she's going to sort of new heights in the music world. It's not a crime to decide if you really want to break my heart But don't pretend to defend that it's really not who you are You saw the love I've given This jury ain't forgiven You this time Cause you're a
Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.